Where's Caldcott on this? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Rainbow Fish, by Marcus Pfister, translated by J. Allison James, published by North-South Books. The Rainbow Fish is a bright and colorful read that follows a fish with sparkly scales that every other fish envies. Because of this, he has a problem making friends, so he seeks out advice from an octopus. Will this fish ever solve his friend problem? We'll grab a snorkel and let's find out. The tale begins on a fish with blue, purple, and shiny silver scales. The book claims it's the most beautiful fish in the sea. The other fish called him Rainbow Fish and would ask him to come play with them. But like the dickhead he was, he wouldn't speak to them. He would just swim by. This fish is doing everything he can to not make friends. Like say something to them. They want to play with you. Give them a chance. Come on. Sounds like he needs to fix his personality. Then one day, a little blue fish swims up to him begging for one of his silver scales. And the rainbow fish said, quote, You want me to give you one of my special scales? Who do you think you are? cried the rainbow fish. Get away from me! End quote. And now we are starting to see the two sides to this story. On the one hand, did the rainbow fish have to be such a douche, telling the fish to get away from him like that? He could have been a little more genteel. And on the other hand, I agree with this rainbow fish. Who the hell does this fish think he is? That he deserves a scale he did nothing for. He doesn't even know the guy. And if the rainbow fish did just so happen to give him a scale, would he get anything in return? No. This little fish would forget that he did something for him the next day. And the rainbow fish would be out a scale with nothing to show for it. Well, the little fish strong arms the rainbow fish and tells everyone how mean he was for refusing to give him something for free. So now no one will talk to the rainbow fish. He's between a rock and a hard place. If he wouldn't have let his ego get in the way and just played with them, this would have never happened. But now they don't know him and they're just going to destroy him because he has something they don't have and they want it. So the rainbow fish confides with the starfish how lonely he is. And the starfish is like, This is a little too much for me, man. I can't help you, but I know an octopus who can. And directs him to an octopus in a deep, dark cave. I don't know. Sounds like a setup to me. This is how you get jumped and have all your scales stolen and then see them months later on the black market. The rainbow fish eventually finds the cave and he sees the octopus's two eyes staring at him, and he hears, quote, I've been waiting for you, said the octopus with a deep voice. The waves have told me your story, end quote. First off, how long was he waiting? Secondly, now everyone is talking about it. Keep your gossip to yourself. Octopus gives him the shitty advice to give all of his scales away, telling him he won't be pretty, but he'll be happy. What kind of commie bullshit is that? Yes, comrade, 
Everything is brown, and our lives are hell. But we are all the same, and true friends, and peers. And before the rainbow fish can ask a question, he disappears. Yep, that's exactly what commies do. Before you can bring up all the reasons they're wrong, they disappear. Who wants a good debate when you can say all your falsehoods as facts, and then silence all opposition? The rainbow fish isn't completely sold on this idea, as well he shouldn't be. And the little blue mooch of a fish is back asking for a scale again, offering nothing in return. So the rainbow fish gives in and is like, fine, just one. That's how it starts. In no time, he'll have nothing. And that's exactly what happens. All the other fish hear he's giving out free scales and surround him asking for one. Like seagulls swarming the dumbass kid at the beach throwing out food. And before you know it, every fish had a shiny scale. The rainbow fish lost his beauty, and no other fish got any more beautiful. But guess what? He had friends. And the story ends on that. Classic. No one is any better off, but the rainbow fish is clearly worse off. Are they really his friends if he basically had to buy their friendship? Quick answer, no. What's the moral here? It starts out confusing and becomes crystal clear as the story goes on. At first, you would think it's about fixing your personality and not thinking you're above people, like what happened when the rainbow fish would just swim by the other fish, which would have been a good moral. Then I thought maybe it's about not being rude and sharing with other fish, which again would be a good moral. But then it becomes clear that this author is pushing communism when the other fish ask for his scales, but offer nothing in exchange, and then treat him like shit for not giving up something that is rightfully his. This rainbow fish has friends, and is accepted, and that's all I want, is to fit in. What a horrible moral. Which I would expect nothing less from some Euro who's like, But socialism works in Norway. Failing to mention, it's a country of 5 million people that no one wants to move to, because it's cold as hell, or the fact that they can maintain wealth because they're sitting on massive oil reserves. And also failing to mention all the death and carnage left in the wake of communism and socialism. But hey, it could work everywhere. It just hasn't been given a chance. This might be the worst moral we've seen since the princess and the pit stop. It's trash wrapped with a pretty bow. Marcus's writing was a true disappointment which came as a shock to me because this used to be one of my favorite books. But I guess I only looked at the pictures, and that's why I liked it so much. Which brings me to his pictures. Where the hell is Coldcott on this one? These pictures are mesmerizing. They are truly eye-grabbing and draw the reader right in. These may not be the best all-time pictures, but they are what I judge every other book on. They are the gold standard. The only thing I can think of is Coldcott saw the shiny silver scales as a gimmick to shove communism into the reader's face, and that's why they didn't give it an award. And if that's the case, I agree. I can definitely say I was duped. I would give the storyline a zero, but the pictures drag it higher, because I have a feeling many will only be concerned with the pictures. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a hard 2. I'll have a taste 
and push it around to make it look like I ate it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.